Konnichiwa! And hey y'all! I'm Leslie! And I'm Laurie! And, and welcome to... That's right! Sumo Kaboom! Where we talk about all things sumo! That is right! And this week, we have entitled this episode Getting Excited because the Basho is about to begin on the 19th and there's some big news! So take it away! Newsflash! So, as we just stated before, it is official. The Basho is happening. We are so excited. And this was decided today, July 13th. And there will be very tight regulations on everything. Everything will be clamped down. But they are going ahead and... I will go through some of the rules with you because it's kind of interesting to see what they're going to do to make this happen. Yes. But they are allowing 2,500 fans. I know, 25%. Well, 2,500. Yeah, oh, I, 20, saw, I saw it's it was 25%. Well, anyway, that, they're letting some fans in. That That's all that matters. That makes about 25% of 10,000. There we go. Ten, it's between ten and 11,000 at seats. So. They're letting people in to watch this thing live. Yes. That is huge. Yes. And there's some serious rules here. Everybody's yes. going to have to be wearing a mask. They are going to be encouraging applause as opposed to verbal shouts of encouragement. The wrestlers will have to wear masks in the prep room, and they are going to be switching masks to new masks upon entering another room. I mean, they're locking it down and they're going to be selling seats through the official website. But sadly, uh, no baby hug tickets. Oh, I don't really know what that is besides what I assume it is. But I didn't know every tournament had, you know, baby hug tickets. Yeah, you could get your baby hugged by your favorite sumo wrestler. I guess so. But sadly, want, want, no baby hug tickets. Oh, the fans won't be able to drink. What about fan hugs? Uh, Probably nope, not. Nope. <laughs> because no you know They're I like, would be first stay up. away. I know. I know. <laughs> Can you imagine if we were in Japan we'd be like, where's we're the, the worst fan people. We're Americans anyway. <laughs> no, we're not the worst people. Uh, well, we invade people's body space unlike other cultures <laughs> do. So anyway, the guys are going to have to sanitize their hands. Yep. The people that come in, the fans, they're going to have to sit four seats apart and they're going to have to have their temperatures taken upon entrance as well. But I like it. I do too. I like all these rules. I do too. Here are some other rules that I thought were interesting. The hairdressing should be done in the room as much as possible in order to shorten the stay time in the in the rooms mm-hmm. backstage. They're going to have a little sticker path, a flower path to avoid crowding. You know, basically keep your social distancing. Oh, a sticker path like where to stand? Yeah, backstage for stand the wrestlers. Here, and stand then here. stand there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like we're seeing in all the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they have everyone, all of the stables separated up, I think, into different rooms backstage. So they are separating people. They're keeping people there for the least amount of time as mm-hmm. possible. And, and still people leave as soon as they're done wrestling. They head out. No shower there. They yep. head out of the they building. Peace out. Okay. And they are going to be starting the games at basically one o'clock. As opposed to, I think, the normal start is earlier in the day. So they're starting it later. Maybe to accommodate oh. for all of this temperature and sanitizing of all 2,500 people who are going to be able to be in the arena. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, can they have food? Well, like, they're going to have they fewer shops. Do? Well, they're not allowing alcohol sales. Okay. So this I have is going to be a feeling, whole different feel to this affair. Well, the wrestlers last time had to bring in their own boxes. Like, right. They usually have their own little 
bento boxes. Yeah, but and they're adorable. I we imagine see them on social media and they're kick ass. There will be limited sales. It's kind of okay. like when you go to the grocery store here, where like everything's prepackaged for you, and they're like, "Here's a box. You just take the yeah, box and go away." It. Okay. It, that's what I imagine it'll be like. Anyway, Asanoyama, who's now an Ozeki, yep. is very excited, and he has said, "I am happy that even one customer would come in. I was jealous of oh. other professional sports, and those that are coming, they're going to be able to see me and support me, and it's my first time in this position, oh. and." So I'm I'm making some preparations and I will meet your expectations. I cannot love him any more I than know. I do right now. He's just a cutie pie. Yeah, he is. Also, uh, the Kyushu tournament normally in Fukuoka in November has been officially moved back to Tokyo. So there's no winter tour as well. Everybody's going to be doing sumo in Tokyo until this coronavirus seems to pass on. I, that's okay. my gut feeling. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Keep it all in one place. Once you figure out how to keep one arena safe, you don't have to change the rules. You That's just right. keep doing it each time. Now, I have some bad news. Okay. And this one, I was like, holy smokes, things are going crazy in the sumo world. Okay. A sumo stable is shutting down. Yes. Due to the verbal and physical assaults on three wrestlers from the the Oyakata, the, the stable master. And these incidents were reported by, I guess, one or two of the wrestlers. And then they, I think, recorded it and then gave that evidence to the JSA. Mm. And upon review of that material, it was determined that the stable would be shut down and the remaining wrestlers would be separated up into other stables and some wrestlers might retire. I have to say, though, hell yes on this action. I know... On the JSA's action. Yeah. This sport has been plagued throughout time as having horrible hazing and abuse. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that the JSA took this action. And it's sad that it took a, a video or recording evidence to convince them, but it does send a strong message to the other stables. And the stable master was demoted to a second class, which I'm not exactly sure what that is, because he basically apologized. So the wrestlers took that and they said, okay, he's apologized. You don't have to like you know, get rid of him completely out of the sumo world. He can Mm. still stay, but he's going to be second class. But he basically slapped them like open handed, slap in the face and then and kicked them. One guy accidentally spilled some food and that he got a slap in the face. He one other guy, he accidentally fell asleep in a taxi cab on the way to somewhere. And he's supposedly not supposed to fall asleep in a taxi cab. I mean, he was with other people. He just probably closed his eyes and started resting because he was tired in a taxi cab. Big deal. And then there was some confusion with some luggage being misplaced or being brought to another venue. I don't know. And this kid got kicked or smacked or whatever. And this guy, he said, I'll kill you. I mean, this master was a real brute. So I was glad to see him demoted. I would have been fine with getting rid of the guy altogether. But um, so that was a good shakeup in the sumo world. So one less stable. But on some happy news, I did watch a little social media this week and I got to see a bunch of wrestlers talk about their yukatas and like, I guess what they're made of. And I got to see Takiyasu speak. And he doesn't always speak. You just don't have that many interviews from him. And he picked up the guitar at the very end. And he sang a little and picked a little bit on the guitar. (gasps) And I was like, this is just the best. He remains my fave. I missed that one. Yeah. Did he sing for you or he He just just sang like some really nice notes at the end. I don't know. It's probably the beginning of a song that I don't know. But um, do you what was he saying in his interview? Oh, I don't know. 
But you could tell gesturing wise. Oh, by the way, we're still learning Japanese. And that's the reason why I was watching this is they were okay. not translated. Okay. So I was trying to pick up certain words and <laughs> yeah. certain. Did they say more? Uh, Did they say anything about eating or drinking lunch or dinner? Because then we might know. <laughs> or the weather. That was, I'm shopping. I can tell you about my husband, Shujin. Uh, and which yep. is a husband shopping, which I don't have a husband. So that chapter that we were doing was completely useless to I me. Know. I, I don't like, have a I husband don't... or a wife. So <laughs> your husband, your or my husband. Uh... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we so you were you we were watching this in Japanese, seeing if you could pick up some words. Yeah, here yeah. Awesome. I'm. I've just been trying to do more of that, but I can't say enough about these Pimsleur courses that I've been doing. I'm now 18 in. I know they're awesome and they're really challenging. Yep. But then the next time you come to them, you're like, it's there. It's the idea behind, you know, when you study something and then someone says step up your teacher says step away come back tomorrow and it'll kind of be there and yep. it's totally that you you pair it back all of these phrases and then you come back the next day and they're like more there yeah and then you do it again yeah i'm not somebody who could go through this one time only and be like i have 80 percent of this i'm ready to move on i have to listen to each one twice yeah but i've been dedicating about an hour a day to japanese and it's been really fun yeah i'm enjoying it too good i'm Anyway, we're learning a lot and it's blowing our minds and it's great. But my dream is to go there next year and, and to, to be able to actually speak some speak Japanese. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with you. Cool. Let's do. So that's okay. all I have for the news flash. Okay, great. In today's episode, I'm going to give us a little refresh on the Basho later on, like who we're watching, the sort of big storylines that are happening. Where we left things yeah, last where time. Yeah, where we left things like six months ago. Has I was, it been that I was long? Looking, when is it? I was looking March. at our episodes and we were on episode six <gasps> at the end of the last Basho. And now we're on 23. So a lot has happened. Well, and we're pronouncing things a little a bit better. A lot better. <laughs> But <laughs> well, we're still not quite there. So anyway, I'm going to get the to the Basho. we had to just start this podcast where we it's, could barely it's pronounce. It's astounding, isn't it? I know. Okay, so I'm going to get to the Basho later, but take your part away first. Okay, this week I decided that I was going to watch a Keiko. Now, social media this week gave us another gift, and that was Keiko from Yokozuna Hakaho's stable. It was so good. And Keiko is... That's practice. Practice. practice morning right. practice. Just it's in about... case there's new people out there who don't yeah, know the word. Absolutely. Maybe yeah. we have new listeners. Exactly. Because, by the way, not a lot of sports going on. This is one of the few sports going on. <laughs> I know. Maybe so... people are finally like, what is sumo wrestling? Well, I've got time people? to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Keiko is the morning practice. It's, it's their about, daily practice. Yeah, it's about three hours long. And this was an hour and a half that I got to watch. And it's from Miyagano Beya, which is, like I said, Hakaho Stable, who also has Inho in it and Ishiura, and then probably seven, eight other lower-ranked wrestlers. Mm -hmm. And I thought I would just kind of talk to you basically because I was excited to watch it. But being brought into this world, for any new listeners or old listeners, um, just reminding you kind of what they go through on a daily basis and what they have been doing for the last four or more months on a daily basis to get ready for this next week's Basho. Yeah. Or if they have been taking time apart, because I think they did have. Yeah, they did. They did have a time. big chunk of time. They are jumping back in full steam ahead to working with other people. Yeah. Contact practice. And so, yeah, we're, we got to we got a treat this week. We got to watch what it looks like when these sumo wrestlers work out together right before a tournament begins, kind of ramping up 
to a tournament. And I thought I'd just talk to you guys a little bit about what that was. And it was really fun to see. So these are the things I noted at the morning Keiko at Miyagano Stable. Okay, so the younger wrestlers, they were all wearing black mawashis. Mm -hmm. And the Makauchi division, like Ishiguda and Inho and Hako, all had white mawashis. I guess I knew that, but I don't see the younger wrestlers work out. So that was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And it's just yet another sign that the other guys are at the top of the pile. Yeah. Yeah. They are in white like Gandalf. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, the stable is humble and it's just barely big enough for the nine or so wrestlers that are in it. And I always think that this is interesting to think that we have the greatest of all time, Hakaho, and the greatness and Ishiura and Enho. They come from this tiny, like, 12-foot by 12-foot room. It's, yeah, like, it's tiny. way small. And when they throw people out of the ring, like, the wall is it's right padded. there. It's padded because it's only, like, a foot outside of the ring. Yeah. Like, they just have no room to operate. Yeah. Like, on one side of the room, there's a lot more room for the wrestlers to hang out. But from side to side on the room that we were watching in, yeah. it was not a big room. It's not, like, a huge gymnasium. No. It's, as like, Americans, the size of our living room. Yeah. As Americans, <laughs> you think, oh, these guys must be working out in these huge gyms with all this equipment. And no, it's just one room, and it's not that big. Yeah. I mean, what is it? 15 feet wide-ish? Something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's the doya size. So it's just barely bigger than that. So humble in that way. But then I guess that's the exciting part of it, that you can do so much in such a small space. Now, the the young guys in black, they're huge. And you really don't get an idea of how tiny Inho and Ishiura are until you really see them in practice (laughs) with all these big kids. Yeah. And then you go, whoa, how did that happened because these yeah. like Enho just tosses around these young kids, you know, and and Hako is huge. So when he walks in, he dominates in height. Yeah. But all the other young kids are big boys. And yeah. then there's two teenies. Yeah. And they're badasses. Yeah. Who are really so, good. Yeah. They're really good. So that was another thing that I was like, wow, Enho got to be that good. But he's been practicing with all these big kids and big guys. This but we whole say time. we say he's tiny, but he's really average. Well, I mean, the other guys compared, are just yeah. big. Yeah, they're 6'4", right? 6'2", 6'3". Yeah, but he's 5'9", 5'8", 5'9", something like that. Yeah. So that's pretty average. But he looks tiny in comparison. Yes, he does. And he's so good. It just shows you how much skill he has when he doesn't have the height as his advantage. Now, some of these younger guys, they're just barely growing in their hair. And... <laughs> I like that. I like to see all the stages of like, here's a super skinny one. He yeah. hasn't t- he hasn't tubbied up yet, you know, or here's a guy who's like hair is that a real awkward stage, you know, because oh, they're growing them out. Yeah, they're, they're growing their hair out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to see all of that. And it was early. So you could tell these guys are sluggish. They obviously go first. Inho at this point is walked in and all he's doing is just stretching in the background. Mm-hmm. He does his own deal. But I thought it was interesting that he's the first one there. And I wondered then, with a hierarchy, obviously Hakaho entered last, mm-hmm. and Ishiura in, entered right before him. But I was like, why is Inho here right now? Because he wants to be here? Does he show up early to just get extra time to stretch? Or is yeah, he, he requested to be there in order of their hierarchy within their own stable. Oh, that's a great question. So I don't really know, but he was there and he was doing shikos and he would do the suriyashi across the floor and then frog jumps, which I have no idea what the official name for the frog jumps is. But he was doing at least 30 or more minutes of flexibility exercises. Yeah, on his own. 
Yeah, which is so important because what I didn't see in this in this Keiko was the beginning of the young guys practice, which is mostly like two or three hundred Chicos they do. Mm-hmm. They do all kinds of stretching exercises before they jump into any sort of sparring. Right. So we didn't really see that. We saw it more like at the end. They kind of wrap up at the end and sort of do some of those things again. But you didn't see the whole warm up that you can see in other places on the internet. You can see the entire beginning warm up for some of these young wrestlers who okay. are in the doyo first. They're practicing first. They're yeah. up first. And they get tossed around and beat up first. <laughs> but Inho definitely has a drive. And when you watch him and you kind of watch these tired kids in the background, like, just, like, just <laughs> force their way through this exhausting workout. Yeah. Inho's in the background just, like, perfectly doing these warm-up exercises. Yeah. He's doing Shiko's. The Suryashi and his form is just perfect. Hmm. And you see that, oh, this is what years and years and years of training does. We talked about this before, about the wrestlers and their feet being wrapped. Yeah. He only has his big toe wrapped with the second big toe or whatever that second toe. What do you call it? Second toe. Second toe. Second toe. Yeah. He has those wrapped, but no other wrappings. And um, I didn't see a ton of other wrapping. And whenever you go into a tournament or basha, you expect at least the second day, you start to see guys really try to hold their bodies together. Yeah. And I didn't see much wrapping between all of the upper level Makauchi division guys. So maybe that was the rest that they needed. Yeah, maybe that's a really good sign. Yeah. Less taping means more healing. Yeah. It is deathly quiet in the doyo, except for the slaps and the breathings and grunts and struggles of the sparring that is now going on with the younger wrestlers. Yes, yeah, so it's and really you, quite sexy. It I yes, I guess so. <laughs> Anything sexy in quarantine That's at right. this point. But you can vaguely hear in the background the coach give tiny adjustments. At the beginning of the practice, he was reading the newspaper. Was he could he? just not look up or care about something. Coffee. Literally. He like folded up the paper. And this was like well into their sparring. And he was like, all right, maybe I'll start to give some direction. <laughs> See, like, that's probably why they all want to retire and become coaches. They can have a nice chill in morning. Yeah, just read, read the paper, paper. And then give some advice yeah go on with the day yeah so those the young guys are going at it and that's kind of fun to see and they have now at this point been going at it for a long time i'm guessing an hour and a half at this point or an hour their legs are beat they're constantly going up against each other and you can start to see the kind of exhaustion starting to kind of trickle through meanwhile hakaho comes in and everything stops just Everything stops on a dime. Really? Record scratch. And everybody's like, like they immediately, except for maybe the two guys that are sparring, every other wrestler, the young guys, just grab a towel and like vitamin water and then like shuffle over to him. And they're like, can I get you anything? Can I get you anything? How about I give you a rub down of this towel on your back? Like it's watching a king enter. Well, and... And he is. Yokozunas are gods. They so are. I can imagine that every wrestler that gets to work out with him every day must feel incredibly lucky to be where they are. Right. Well, and to get his instruction as well, exactly. because he's the only other one besides the coach who will give advice mm. and you can hear him speak. Nobody else says anything. Yeah. But he has the ability to speak to the younger wrestlers as an authority figure as a coach as well. What a gift. Yeah. But they do wait on him like a fine prince. (laughs) Hand and foot. By the way, I think they do 30 or so sparrings, like each person, like it's a lot. 
And but the peripheral is always like watching him in the corner and he's warming up and stretching and they're like, mm, does he need water? Does he need water? You know what? He looks a little sweaty. Let me go get a towel. Does he and need it, a banana smoothie? It, seriously. And they go over and they're like, do you need it? And he's like, ignores them completely. And then they go back to like, I guess I go back to wrestling. But then they always have him in their vision, yeah. checking up on him. So it is good to be the king. No wonder they all crave the promotion yeah. because what it means. Because even Inho, even Ishiura, like they all they all move out of their way. They treat them as not not like Hakaho, but they yeah. very much respect them and move yeah. out of their way, offer up anything that they could possibly and they listen to them. So you can see the hierarchy even in the morning practice. Oh yes. Okay. It's part of it. So before Inho steps into the ring, really, the doyo gets a sweep by the younger wrestlers, mm-hmm. and they want to make the doyo perfect before Inho gets to spar. Now, he has, in the very beginning of his practice, stepped into the ring for one kid who just, I don't know if it was his day in the doyo or if he's like at the top of the lower ranks and they are just giving him a serious, serious workout, but he had to do the across-the-floor push the Butscotti mm-hmm. and Enho was his partner so Enho in the beginning of his, of his practice steps out and this kid has to go to Butscotti him across the doyo yeah the push. To push him yeah and they call it on the verge of death that's how it's referred to but it's also called tender loving care that's the literal translation of this moment of complete exhaustion yeah it's called kawaii gari which is tender, loving care, which is sadistic when you think about it. (laughs) It's Mm. that point in practice where that person who's been running the marathon, uh, every bone in his body is just, every muscle is aching. And they're like, "Um, carry these four milk jugs and do another marathon, please. Yeah. But you're looking for this moment of complete exhaustion where they cannot get up off the floor. That is kind of the end of practice for that person like if they can get to that point and then they still make them do some closing exercises and stuff yeah but inho does that with this younger guy and all the while hakaho's in the background stretching and being you know waited on and everything when they ended out this practice they had a call and repeat response like chant they would all kind of bow to a wall and i'm not sure if it's kind of like bowing to mecca there's a reason why they're looking at one wall or maybe a symbol on a wall i'm not exactly sure i needed to look into that but they do some more shikos they do a ton of push-ups and things like that mm-hmm. and enho would just voluntarily do that he didn't have to meanwhile Ishiro hasn't lifted a dang thing all he's doing <laughs> is stretching that's it and the next practice that we didn't see is Hakaho and Ishiura and Enho really practiced. So we didn't get to see oh, that part. Okay. We just got to see basically up into that point, I think. Okay. But this idea, though, of this moment, this tender loving care moment, the sadistic moment that the wrestlers want to find themselves in is what really intrigued me. And I watched a video, and we should post it in our notes, of Hakaho and Ono Show. And it was Butsukari, so Onosho was younger. This was like 2017, 2018. Mm -hmm. What is he, like 23, 25? He was younger, but Mm -hmm. he was up and coming. And it was during a tour. And I'm guessing they were all Makauchi division, so maybe he was newer to the Makauchi division. And Hakaho gives him the worst 
exhausting workout you could ever in front of an audience mm-hmm. that you could imagine. And it started out with just these brutal Butscotti across the floor. Onosho is trying, a 400 trying pound to, man yeah, across the floor. And he's the strongest. I cannot imagine. And he would get him almost to the ring and couldn't push him out. And then Hakaho would push him on the back and he'd have to do a, like, it's like a wrestler roll on the floor. If he didn't push Hakaho out of the ring, he would make him do a monkey walk, leading him around the whole ring. And he did that numerous times. And you would see Onosho get up again and again and again. And he's so exhausted, try to push Hakaho and he doesn't do it. And then of course he would be punished more by these monkey walks, these like throws to the ground, the having him by the hair, which is, I don't know, that's a power move really. But Hakaho was doing this in front of a whole audience. I can only imagine the feeling of what that was. Now when Onosho had after he'd been so completely beaten and so, like, beaten with exhaustion, I mean, he was so on the verge of just probably barfing, you know? Yeah. He would get up and you would see him push with a tiny bit more energy than he had before. And he did that after that moment of being on the ground and could barely get up. Yeah. And I understood then when I saw this whole routine play out what that is. It's not, sumo they say is not like your body, it's your heart. Mm-hmm. And if your heart does not want to push him across the floor when you are so beat down, then like, how would you ever become a Yokozuna? Mm -hmm. You have to be able to find that tiny bit of inspiration when you are at your lowest of lowest of low and your body is given up and your body says no more. Mm -hmm. You have to muster. So it was a really interesting thing. But the crowd goes crazy when Onosho does it Mm -hmm. and when he gets up off the ground and pushes Hakaho with some sort of like, not revenge, but like, I'm going to get you. You have been (laughs) leading me around this ring and punishing me more when I'm at my lowest of low. I will prevail. And it was that that you see in a champion. In a no-show, as we move into what we're talking about, for you, been an up-and-coming wrestler. Mm -hmm. And he's very high-ranked, but he's fierce. And he's even better three years later. I think because of things like that. Right. So that's about all I have to say about about that. We really didn't get to see Hakaho practice, but it's okay. I got an idea of what happens in that stable and what has created the greatest of all time. And then two other wrestlers Mm -hmm. who are fantastic as well. Yes. Well, awesome. All right. I'm going to talk a little bit about what's coming up in about a week. Very soon. July 19th. The next tournament is starting. And, um... Actually, rather than giving you statistics, I know some people watch sumo and they're really into the stats. They're really into the numbers. I've talked about this before, but the way I watch sumo (laughs) is I think, or what's more appealing to me is when I watch sumo according to storyline. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you like the Bonzuke storylines, the headlines that I will be watching for in this next Bonzuke. I think even when I see people mention stats and stuff like that, yeah, I will also see comments from those same people that echo my same thoughts about like, come on, this guy, you've been beat down, you know? So some yeah. people are just like the stats, but I think a lot of people also like the storyline. Like the line. story. So yeah. let's think of this as the storyline in the July Bonsuke, okay? And there's several that I'm going to be watching. The biggest ones, of course, are the Mongolians at the top. Because we've got two. We've got Hakaho. We've got Kakaru. Hakaho, the one, the only, the man with the wiggle, the sailor with the swagger, the beast himself, the god of sumo. Will he win his 45th 
title in this Bonsuke. <sighs> that is one of the biggest storylines. He doesn't need another title at this point. No. He is way ahead of anybody else in terms of Basho titles. But, like, does it really matter? I mean, if he won, it would still be fabulous. He's Hakaho. He he has previously announced his retirement, but changed his mind. And like Elton John, he seems to be on the one or two year retirement tour. <laughs> He's just <laughs> hanging in there until the, the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Yes. He, he wants to honor his father, who was at a previous Olympics by, you know, introducing sumo to the world at the Tokyo Olympics. Can he do it? Can he keep just doing great sumo until the Olympics come yeah. back? His again? yukata and the social media stuff I was watching, he was yeah. talking about his yukata and it was Olympics Tokyo 2020. Oh, well. <laughs> so he definitely has Olympics on his mind. Yeah, he definitely does. I'm That's always pulling goal. for Kakaru though, because I like an underdog and I, yes. I just love him now that we know that he's the studious uh, son of like a college professor like yes. I, the whole idea of him just changed to me where did I read somewhere that they will refer to Hakaho as Yokozuna they'll call him that all of them including Kakaru will refer to him as Yokozuna but but Kakaru doesn't get the same um, respect in that way I don't know why because he's won seven titles yeah I mean he's absolutely deserving of the yeah. Yokozuna mantle I bet Kakaru's like oh I wish Hakaho would just retire <laughs> Well, that's okay. There's the second storyline of the Banzuke is Kakadu. He was in second place last year and it was a close second place because on the final day <sighs> of the tournament, it was a Yokozuna showdown between Hakaho and Kakadu. Yeah. And for so, our new sumo listeners, you don't get that. You rarely get sumo. Right. Yokozuna's going against each other the last on the final day, the final day to determine who wins. Right. But he lost yeah. last time, and it's happened before. Yes. He's lost to Hakaho. We know it's got to be tough to be number two behind a Hakaho. It was a great match, It though. was a fabulous He's the only one that can really match. put Hakaho to test, like, you oh. know? Consistently. Consistently. Yes. Other people can step in and really give him a run for his money, but you can tell that they revere. They highly revere each right. other, right. and they're a great match for each other. Yeah, so we love the man, the professor, the quiet, studious, the tactician, the man with the sexy lips, Kakadu. Will he take the title this time? Does he have what it takes to win title number eight, I believe? I hope so. I hope so, too. So those are, okay, there's two storylines right. right there. Number three, and we've alluded to this a little bit before, Asanoyama. It's his first tournament at Ozeki rank, right. which is very, very exciting. Can he handle the pressure? He beat Kakadu in the last tournament, mm -hmm. but he did not beat Hakaho. So can he beat the greatest of all time? That's going to be a big matchup when they meet. He's got, he's like the sweet kid who has just the right stature. He's got a really sweet smile. He's like your cousin that's really good at a sport and you really want him to win. And gosh darn it, he keeps <laughs> winning and you're just so proud of him. That's, that's Osano Yama. Yeah, and he, but he has that new Ozeki energy. And yeah. the only thing I'll say, not to spend negative here, is that Anytime anybody gets a new ranking, the younger guys come for them. They have a harder time? Well, they just are like, I'm going to give him a run for his money. <laughs> just so they keep him in check. And so not to say that they fight harder for one person or another, but there's that thing that 
makes you want to beat that guy. Oh, well, yeah. Because they want to be an Ozeki. Of course. They so, want his rank. Yeah. They want to be where he and is. And if you can beat where he is, when you beat him where he is at Ozeki, then yeah. you've got a chance of looking pretty but good. But he's really good. He's really good on the belt, on the Mawashi, and he keeps his opponents guessing. And... You know, he's put on some weight recently, and that has made him close to impossible to stop. Like, he has, he's just really turning in good sumo bouts. Right. And he has won he ha- one tournament. Yes. He has won yeah. one in 2019. But he uh, he hasn't been able to spar with other people at other stables. You know, usually before tournaments, these guys travel to each other's stables to practice. So yeah. it's like, if you know you can't beat Hakaho, then you ask that stable and say, hey, I'm Osanayama. I would like to be an Ozeki, but I've got to practice against the best of the best. Yeah. And Hakaho's like, great, awesome. I need some good practice who's like really going to challenge me. So they challenge each other. They haven't been able to do that this time around. Exactly. So that is going to be an interesting thing on his track because he's only had the same guys he's been practicing. I mean, they all are at the same disadvantage. Yes. But for him especially, it might be a little tricky. Yes. Okay, here's another storyline for you. Takakesho voted the most popular Rikishi, as I recall. Yes, it is headshots, like the sweetest, like smiliest, (laughs) roundest headshot is the greatest. Yes, he's a very round sumo wrestler with very short arms and a fiery push that looks like it could push an opponent through a brick wall. He is great at pushing and, and thrusting. He's but, like a mean teddy bear. Oh, yeah. That's a really <laughs> good description. But if you get him by the belt, yeah. not so great. Wow. Right? So if you yeah. can catch him by the belt and force him to tussle, he doesn't perform so well. Or he didn't last time. So the last tournament, we believe he was injured. We're not exactly sure, but we think he had like a knee injury. So will he be healed and back in fine form this time? He is an Ozeki with a losing record right now. Katoban. So what that means is he has to win eight bouts this time or he loses his rank. And then forever the color commentators will call him former Former Ozeki. (laughs) (laughs) So he has a lot of performance pressure this time he knows he has to perform well super high stakes yes so he is going to be gunning for win number eight or higher and we hope he's in great form he has also won one top level basho okay so all those four guys at the top have gone away with a trophy at -hmm. least okay so any of them really could snag it so that's his storyline. It's a little tougher. He's got a lot to prove to maintain his status. All right. Next storylines. In Sekewake, we have Shodai Imitakeumi. Now, let me give a little background for people who aren't as geeky about sumo as we are, okay? Shodai, a really giant man. Oh, who is he's cra- so good. He is he's crazy so good. good. He's crazy good, but he's, he's strangely good at absorbing slaps to the face and staying right in the game. I don't know if you remember this from the last tournament, but like when Hakaho fought him, just it was like slap after slap after slap after slap across the face. And Shodai just sat there like... It's like, I'll take it. I'll take it. I will take it. (laughs) I'm going to stay right with you. He's been fighting at this really high level, looking stronger and stronger. And he does this really funny floppy thing with his arms. Yeah, he's like, I didn't win. Okay. Yeah, if I didn't win, it's like, I wish I could explain it, but it's like a floppy bunny thing that he does at the end of a bout. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a shoulder like, oh, well. 
Yeah. But, but it's not exactly that. He does care. But there's something in his, demean- in his demeanor that's um, uh, very hard to read. Yeah. You know? It you know that there's unusual. a fierce, there's an incredibly fierce wrestler under there. But when he's not, he's a little bit like Takayasu where it's like, it's over. He's like, great. Done. Um, I need a beverage. Like, yeah. It's just like, what's, <laughs> well, that's that. Next. But in those moments, they're insane. And then yeah. they drop it real fast. So we're really excited to see how he performs at this level. Well, in that match that you mentioned, yeah. him and Hakaho, he's not had a straight-to-the-top no. rise. When everyone saw that match, they were like, holy camoli. Is that the word? Holy cannoli. Camoli. Yeah, holy, holy cannoli. cannoli. Yeah. It's not holy cannoli? Holy cannoli are the things you eat, the Italian desserts. Yeah, but they're just called cannolis. Yes, but cannolis. I thought, I think what it's is holy cannoli. What is a cannoli? It's what Batman and Robin say. Holy cannoli. Oh, okay. Well. Right? Yep. You learn something new every day. <laughs> Who knows? Holy cannellini I, beans. Exactly. I like that, too. But people saw in that match, they were like, whoa. Hakaho Had to took work it out. It was almost like <laughs> there was an intention of how hard he was going to go at Shodai. Yeah. And you can see Hakaho just breeze through a lot of matches. He might get turned around, not to say he's lazy, but he's like, I just don't have to try that hard. This is just not that hard for me. But the the top of that match and some of those slaps from him was like, I am sending you a message in this. And Shodai <laughs> met him. Yeah, he did. And that's when the audience was like, oh, <laughs> oh. He might have a little bit more than this guy that we see yeah. afterwards be like, okay, great. And we're not talking small slaps. I mean, no, these we really split... are talking ferocious slaps across the face. Yeah. And Shodai didn't even turn his head. No. He was like, I will take this straight on, bitch. Yeah, it's like, it's like what Vin Diesel does in the movies. You no, know, when somebody I... beats him up and he like doesn't even turn his head. He just like keeps looking at the person like, bring it on. I... I... <laughs> I can't say anything about Vin Diesel other than I was watching a Vin Diesel movie yesterday with dad. And I don't know what movie this is. It was so ridiculous. But he climbed to the top of some telephone pole. He cut some sort of bomb that literally said Death Content on it. So I was like, what bomb reads Death Content? He climbs down. Uh, no, he doesn't climb it. I, I lied. He somehow has down. skis that are attached to oh. the pole. He puts his skis <laughs> In the boots, on the top of this, like, super high in the sky pole, he jumps off of this, at this insane distance. You would not survive this this fall. And there's no snow on the ground. He skis through a jungle in skis, <laughs> like, winter ski sports, like, skis down a mountain. And then he drops the skis. And then he's on a, no, he's on a skateboard. And then he's on... Like, he just goes through, like, five or six different types yeah. of escaping mechanisms, like skateboards or whatever, at, like, super high speeds. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. And then it all ends. He gets the bomb, I guess, into the water or something. He saves the people. And then he immediately goes to screwing some girl. That show was like, hey, <laughs> I just saw what you did. Let's I just go. saw the skiing and the skateboarding and the yeah. bomb throwing. And wow, you are so, something hot. sumo is just like that. Yeah. Totally just like that. <laughs> Okay, so on the other side of the Bonzuke, along with Shodai in the second wake position, if that made no sense to you, just know he's another guy at the top, is Mitakeumi, who has won two championships. And this guy, he's the first Rikishi I loved. He's your first love. He was my first love because he has huge belly 
and amazing hip flexibility. And the combination of the two is quite Buddha-like and amazing. Mm -hmm. He's not the fastest guy, but if he gets you, you better be strong or he will muscle you right out of the ring. I also just happen to love the way this guy smiles really big when he holds a big fish in his hand for the cameras. So he's at the top and man, when he does sumo well, he's hard to beat. And then sometimes you're like, what happened? Yeah, he's been a little bit up and down as well. But I get really excited when it's him and Takakesho. That's like my favorite. They're both like, yeah, because they round guys, big round guys with just all arms and, you know, little Takakesho's like, with his <laughs> little like, arms. Yeah, Taka arms are going a mile a minute and Mitakiyomi is just like, I'm just going to come get you and hug you. Yeah, but they're so you similarly bodied in my opinion. I know uh, Mitakiyomi's taller, but there's something about watching these two big round guys go at each other. It's just joyful. Yeah, it is. All right. So another storyline to watch. Okay, Komosubi rank. These are the guys that you really should be sending all your love because they have the hardest schedules of anyone. They're fighting all of the hardest guys. Uh, They're, I think they're new to this rank. I'm actually not quite sure, but it's um, Daesho and Okinoumi. I so Daesho, he's I do my too. new hottie. I I and I was just gonna say that. He's okay, my new hottie. Okinoumi is six three, and he's an older guy. I think he's yeah. thirty four. So he's about the same age as Kakadu and Hakaho. Mm-hmm. So he's an older guy. He's been around for yeah. a while, and he's a rather good looking man. Oh yeah, he really is. He's this is where it turns to girls sumo uh, guy. Too. Yeah, well, it he's hottie. Yeah, but even men can appreciate. He's a hottie. Yeah, I mean there are there are several hotties in the ranks. Yeah, there yeah, are yeah. many. Yeah. And but, you know, watching these guys perform at high level, that just tends to increase their haughtiness. <laughs> so he's a Mawashi man. <laughs> he's uh, struggled with injuries in the past. Mm. Okino Umi has. So he's very good. And if the break has been good for him, he's going to show up in fine form and really be fun to watch. So he's a taller guy. So, you know, we're like, OK, older guy in the hardest rank. How's he going to do? Is he healed? Is he not? That's his storyline. Okino Umi. Daesho is the other guy in this rank. He looks tiny out there. I kept thinking he was like just the tiniest sumo wrestler out there, but he's actually 5'11 when I looked it up. So he just looks tiny in comparison to all these other guys who are 6'4 mm. and 6'5. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's been slowly rising in the ranks with these 8'7 or 7'8 records. He is lightning fast. Yeah. Little guy. He's got some gold stars to his name, so he's yep. beat some Yokozunas in the past. And that's come in this last year, this kind of momentum. Yeah. Prior to that, again, it's it's fascinating. The more you watch this, you go, oh, some of these younger guys, they're just never going to get it. It just takes never time. Never going to get it, never going to get it. Don't say yeah. anymore because then oh. we have to pay rights Sorry. Oh. for In Vogue. <laughs> If they're listening, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. No, Daesho, though, he has steadily in this last year, really, he's really come along. That's been fun. Yeah, he's going to be really fun to watch. Magashir 1, we have Endo, the newly married man. He's the handsome pants yeah. of the sumo world. So it's going to be fun to see how he, I mean, yeah, we do watch handsome in sumo. We absolutely pay attention to handsome. Yeah. So we'll be seeing how he does. You know, how is the marriage helping his sumo? Well, he's gotten a lot better. I mean, he's well, he's we'll consistently see. gotten better. <laughs> and Yutakayama. there we go. And Yutakayama. He's been moving up. He looks really solid, mm-hmm. and I haven't watched much of him in the past. So my storyline with him is, let's watch him more. Yeah, let's see sometimes what he's in sumo, you're like, where'd this guy come from? Yeah. And then you realize he's been there. He just hasn't been in the, you know, NHK highlight reel a lot. 
because they don't show all the bouts. Yeah. So he's, he's been consistently working on it. He, they just don't show his bouts. And you're like, where'd he come from? Oh, he's been there the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So we're going to be watching him. A few other people will be watching. I'm going to be watching Takanosho just because I know I can call out, go rice ball. Yeah, that's his nickname. Yes. And we just he's learned so that. He's so fun. He just has a little round face and he's so happy. Yeah. Every time he smiles, it just brings me joy. Yeah. Okay. There was a big jump in the ranks for Aoyama because in the last... Yeah. tournament you got a special he prize. man he performed so well blue mountain aoyama was in the contention to win the tournament until the last two days two three days he yeah. really just like choked under the pressure but he was winning right mm-hmm. and left so he jumped up from the bottom ranks to Maigashira four so he's gonna be fun to watch let's see how he does at Maigashira four because he did great at a lower rank he's gonna be fighting much harder people yeah i feel when i watch him he gets defeated if he gets beat early on he just loses steam and then he tanks the rest of the tournament so we'll see hopefully he won't tank let's hope not let's let's hope he does well of course we're going to be watching takayasu that's a big storyline because he was really severely injured in the last tournament looked terrible it looked like it was a hamstring tear thank goodness he's had a lot of time to recover we just hope his body holds up and he's back in fine form because he, Leslie loves this guy. He's my favorite. I love his little arm muscle thing that he does before every fight. I look yeah. forward to that. Yeah. I just I just like the guy. What who else? I think I'm also going to be watching Kotonowaka. Mm-hmm. So the storyline of Kotonowaka is uh, I think his first tournament was the last one. He was at the bottom level and man, he did well. Mm-hmm. He's like is really young, but he went up to Mikeshir 13, I think. So it's going to be fun to see how this young guy handles. Nice. Mikeshir 13. I kind of feel like we should pick someone at Mikeshir 17 to cheer on because they're going to get close to like winning the thing or actually win the thing because in the last tournaments, <laughs> that's what has happened. <laughs> that's true. So we should pick someone to root for. Right. So who would you like to pick? Uh, Tara no Fuji or Koto Yugi? Kotoyuki. Kotoyuki. Mm-hmm. And why? Kotoyuki. I don't know. He just kind of always looks like the guy who's like doesn't quite fit in. I don't know why I've always thought that. Every time I see him, he's not remarkable, and I believe he's remarkable. I want to see. I want to see him fight up from this bottom spot. Okay. Because he doesn't usually inspire me. Awesome. But he's there because of some reason. Yes, absolutely. And he's uh, done well. I, I'm going to root for Kotoyuki. Okay. I'm I'm gonna follow you there. I like him. I'm also I I really am gonna. I always for cheer for Tamawashi because he makes baked goods and cookies yes. and sews, and I love that. About and him. of course, we will always be rooting for Wakatakakage because simply his, because of his name. Yeah, Wakatakakage is great. To the say. greatest name. <laughs> So that's our completely unscientific rundown of the Basho of what we'll be watching for when we start up on the 19th. Uh, Other people are uh, way more into rank and numbers and like looking at... They are so much more knowledgeable about this. Yeah, but but you know what? We have fun. We know a lot about a little bit. And really, we watch sumo because we love the sumo wrestlers. And so you got to start where your love is. You got to just have passion. You do. My goal is to keep bringing more people into the sport. Because in quarantine, there's just not going to be a lot of sports moving forward with this virus. And this is one sport that seems to be small enough, singular enough to (laughs) sort of make it happen. Like, you guys are missing out. This is your opportunity to get into sumo. That's right. 
So I guess that's it, everybody. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to our style of sumo at Sumo Kaboom. Please tune in again for more info on the sport we love. Tell your friends about us. Post and keep commenting. We love to talk to you guys, and we love to see our network expanding. It's just the best. It is. So until later, I'm Laurie. And I'm Leslie. Thanks for listening. Sayonara. See y'all later. Bye.